and welcome back to the Goats Fantasy Football Podcast. Woo! I am your host, Dave. I'm Jabong. And we have returned for our triumphant second season. Yes, season two. We got renewed. It's been, God, at least two months since we recorded. Yeah. Um, I've been spending this time licking my wounds, crying myself to sleep. Fair enough. That was, without a doubt, the worst loss I've ever had in fantasy football. Now, One of the closest finals I've ever seen, for sure. I, I will say, congratulations, J-Mac. Yes. You absolutely earned that. You made the right trades. You made the right moves. You put together the best team. You earned that win. But, ow. <laughs> it was funny. Okay, so I remember watching the game, and there's like, ow, like 10 minutes left. You get, He's got Sanders, and he's got... Um, Who's the quarter? Dak Prescott. Because that's Prescott and Sanders. He's down by like seven points. I'm like, there's no way both offenses combined don't give up this game. Right. So the game goes, and the score isn't chipping that quick. So, oh my God, I'm holding on. Holy crap. All right, it's the end. All right, I'm standing up. I'm like hopping in place. <laughs> I'm like, oh. All right, one more stop, Dallas. Just one. No, no, no. Okay, he slid. All right, he slid. At least he didn't score. Refresh, refresh, refresh. Yeah, I'm just staring at the phone. <laughs> I immediately hear my girl, is everything okay? <laughs> no! <laughs> I was so Damn, mad. that's a bad beat. Oh, it's I've never had one like it. It's the worst I've ever had. <laughs> that's crazy. I'm still scarred from it. So, hey, congratulations, J-Mac. You've emotionally ruined me. It was a well-deserved win. It wasn't like he came out of nowhere. No, no, no. I mean, he he was carried by McCaffrey. So, you know, good job there. Thanks, Zach. Thanks for trading Christian McCaffrey to... uh, (laughs) (laughs) And thanks, Nick, for trading Miles Sanders to J-Mac. I hate both of you. Yeah. Seriously, it's crazy. J-Mac won on the back of rookies. He, He went on A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel, Miles Sanders, like... The, the one that kind of, it's just the extra knife twist, was at the end of the season, J-Mac offered me uh, Noah Fant okay. and Debo Samuel mm. for Juju Smith-Schuster. <sighs> now, long term, I sure. may have made the right decision, but had I made that one trade, yeah. I would have beat him in the championship. Also, who cares about long term? You win your ship, you know? Well, I... I, I of course you didn't know, I'm just saying. Yeah. That trade would have clearly been worth it. Debo, no. Debo hadn't fully become the. I mean, he was yeah. breaking out as yeah, Debo, yeah. but ah, uh, yeah. I tend to like the one player in two for one deals. I mm. want the stronger person, so that's why one of the reasons I didn't do it. I see. But I, 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 yeah, well, so yeah. If you guys want to call us and try to trigger me more, I yes, don't think you can. Please but do seven zero seven four seven four. Four eight nine seven. Cool. We welcome callers from every country, uh, celebrities, mm. uh, other fantasy football hosts. Please give us a call, uh, and you know, let's get these conversations going. All right. So, you know, most podcasts they don't look back at the past. They they, they do triumph. They do trumpet their wins, but most of them, not all, but most, will just bury their bad takes yeah. so that you never have to hear them again. That's not Jubong and I. Nope. We are accountable. And we want to make sure that we own up to the really terrible shakes, especially that Jubong had. Well, it's easy when I don't have any. You know, it's it's a it's a very easy call to make. So let's start off with some rookie rankings. Yeah. Now I don't know if you guys remember that we had a recording. It was me, Daniel, Jubong. Each one of us ranked the top five at each position. Yep. Yep. Um, and all of us had Paris Campbell and Nikhil Harry as one and two, which. <laughs> 
clearly were not the best picks. Yeah, I mean, Paris Campbell, both of these guys, really, I have a lot of hope for still. I, I They showed, especially Nikhil Harry, showed some promise. Some of the plays he made, I was like, whoa, that's a that's a football player. Paris Campbell obviously couldn't get on the field much. Yeah. I still believe in both their talents. Yeah, I think Nikhil just needs, Tom Brady is very much, you have to do exactly, you have to read his mind. Yeah. Which is why Julian Edelman is so good, because he can read his Because he literally bought a house in the same neighborhood as Tom Brady, so that they could work out right. together. So Nikhil Harry, this first guy player, he doesn't know, oh, the defensive back moved this inch in this direction. That means I do that, which, you know, Tom, my age, can all see that in a second. Nikhil doesn't have that yeah. yet. So I, it's going to take him a little time. I'm sure he'll be fine. And like you said, Paris Campbell never got on the field. Yeah. Um, I do want to state, speaking of Debo Samuel and the lovely things, I was the only person of the three of us to rank him in their top five. Mm. Uh, so that means my rookie rankings are the best, obviously. <laughs> no, come on. Um, now, I did not have Hollywood Brown yeah. in my top five. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, he showed the talent. He did yeah. better than I think I expected from somebody who's so short to do. Really? But he had, ex- ooh, he had exactly he... the year that I expected him to have. He he boomed and then he got injured. That's gonna happen every year. Yeah, um, and probably especially for him. So no. uh, he's just a really small guy. He's fast as lightning, but tiny. And you know, it'll be an interesting career. Now I do have to give you some props, Jubong. You're the only one when we, when we tried to do the sleepers. Who were the late round picks and the wide receivers? You were just like, oh, Hunter Renfro. Yeah, I think he's gotta be. You know. Really great. You had high hopes for him, and sure enough. He's next in line in the long list of small, white slot receivers. If Tom Brady goes to, <laughs> to Oakland, Oakland, oh, my God, light up your smash Hunter Renfro. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, okay, if you look at that, so Tom Brady could go to Oakland with Hunter Renfro. Yeah. He could also go to Tennessee. They have – A.J. Uh, Brown is slot. No, 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 no. They have a tiny white oh, slot receiver. Humphreys. Humphreys, Humphreys, Humphreys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a requirement. Yeah, yeah. And then oh, Detroit yeah. did just re-sign Amendola, so Detroit's on the list as well. Yeah, got it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Wes okay. Walker will come out of retirement if he goes He's to... a coach <laughs> at San Francisco now. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. Um, now, while we're giving some props to yep. Jubong – you nailed the quarterbacks. Oof. You are the only one who probably had them in the exact proper order of Kyler, then Jones, Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes, then Drew Locke, and then Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. You you were down on Haskins, but you still put him at the right spot at number four. Yeah, I just couldn't bring myself to put Will Greer above. <laughs> yeah, none, none of us put Greer ahead, and boy, were we right on that one, because he looks terrible. Yeah, I'm mean, the only guy that maybe deserves mention is Gardner Minshew, right? I mean, he had a... An interesting season. I don't think anybody saw Minshew Mania coming in the world. Yeah, for sure. I'm just saying, like, at this point, in retrospect, he yeah. deserved a maybe 5B to Haskins 5A. Uh, sure, yeah. sure. I think it was 4, but not 5, but that's okay. Okay. Um, now, I do have to give Daniel a little props. He's not in the room, but he was the only one to say A.J. Brown in the top five. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us were afraid of the landing spot of Tennessee. The competition with Corey Davis. Uh, yeah. And the roughness of having Marcus Marriott. Apparently, if you just give the ball to Ryan Tannehill and <laughs> don't bother with Corey Davis, you're great. So, yeah, AJ I, Brown. I mean, that's definitely one of the biggest lessons I've learned from this past season is believe in talent. I loved AJ Brown's talent, uh, but yeah, just hated the opportunity. I mean, that's a run first offense. It was Marriott or Tannehill. I just I had zero faith in that. Yeah, no, I completely hear you. So there we go. Good job by Daniel. Otherwise, yeah. I mean. 
it was rookie top five. It was hard to get wrong. Yeah. I mean, tight, tight ends, ends were yeah. straightforward, and none of them did anything. What a surprise. Yeah. Fant and Hawk they were Although, the closest. That was a big discussion, right? Uh, Fant versus Hawk. Who who do you think is... Who would you rather have now? I would still rather have Hawk. Okay. I would still rather because, have Fant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But it's because of you and I value different things. You want a tight end who's only ever going to receive the yeah. ball and has no other reason to be on the yeah. field. I want a tight end who's never going to lead the field, so there's always a even the broken play opportunity is there. Sure, so I'm gonna have Evan Ingram, and you're gonna have OJ Howard. <laughs> OJ Howard. I, I didn't say, <laughs> we both we're, we're both in a rookie uh, startup draft right now. I do not have OJ Howard. <laughs> I seem to have Darren Waller. So mm, yeah, right, wrong, wrong league. Shouldn't talk yeah. about that. All right, so. Not long after that wrong, we did do a kind of a buy and sell dra- uh, draft. Yep. You, me, Nick got together, tried to talk player value. We'll, we'll leave Nick's picks out of this just so the show doesn't end up three hours long. And we'll just focus on what you and I said on that yeah. one. Yeah, sure. So for myself, I said to buy DJ Chark. Good. And I believe I said it a third round pick or a late second round oh, pick. Totally done that. Yeah, that's... Yeah. And then I might have said TJ Yeldon. <laughs> now, in my defense... Devin Singletary was tiny and had one of the worst combines we've ever seen. Yeah. Um, but that'd be proof to you that the combine is not everything, even though it is a helpful tool. That's true. That is true. Um, and, it, you know, at the time, it seemed like, you know, what's Frank Gore going to do? He's not going to be able to hold the season together. And yeah. I thought TJ Yeldon was going to get that job. And I was wrong. Yeah. Big swing and a miss on that one, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I would say so. Uh, and then I did say to sell Tyler Lockett Ooh. and to sell Zach Ertz. Mm. I did not think that Tyler Lockett could keep up that level of efficiency mm-hmm. with Russell Wilson. And I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> because, I mean, well, first of all, he had a pretty good season. Other than when he got, like, that thigh contusion yeah. and missed a couple weeks. Injuries don't count. He was yeah. great. Uh DK Metcalf has stepped up more in that office than I think any of us really expected. Yeah, I th- I see them kind of like a Diggs Thielen thing, one A one B. You know, like um, everyone has their own flavor. Now, can you admit that he can do more than one route now? I think he can do two routes. I think it's three or four. Let's let's. Be I a think little I think he can do the fly, and he could do the sh- the shallow post, and he could go. Yeah, that's the fly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, exactly. Okay, yeah. Okay. No, I no, think I, that's kind of yeah. I, I, his cuts aren't there. Um, yeah. It is funny because I, I, I'm calling back to A.J. Brown. Uh, I, I heard someone say the worst thing A.J. Brown ever did was take that shirtless picture next to D.J. Metcalf because <laughs> it made him look small yeah. even though he's a tank. Yeah, he's a big dude too. Yeah, So it's, it's kind of interesting there. Yeah, I know I was super low on D.K. And I still am. Like, I know he got the volume, which is weird in, at Seattle. But I mean, he got enough play to, to be relevant. But man, when I watch him in the game, I'm I'm still not convinced. I still see him as a slow, like slow. Not sorry, not slow. I meant like slow out of his breaks. <laughs> like he's not he, he at the top of his breaks and is at, at the top of his routes. Like he is so labored getting out of them. Defenses, I I, ha, I it, want to trust that NFL defenses are smart enough and their schemes are good enough that they can coach it. Coach him out of games eventually. He's still tall as hell, though. He's like, yeah. like six four, six five. Yeah, but I mean, there's tons of six four players. Yeah, but like at that, like he's just he's jumping. Like it's gonna be hard to. Russell Wilson will go high enough that he'll make some plays. I don't see DK going on. I actually. So one of the things about this upcoming draft is the running the wide receiver class. Well, I don't think there's I'll, you know CD Lamb looks great, but he's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Jerry Judy has. I have concerns with Jerry Judy. Mm-hmm. 
But there's like 20 high quality it's wide receivers. Super deep. You know, it, it's not a bunch of aces, but there's a ton of kings. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I do sometimes wonder it's a year where you have to be wary of the number two receiver on okay. teams. Yeah. And like for example, we're talking about Seattle. If Seattle grabs another guy, yeah. is it DK or is it Lockett that starts to lose out? Because mm. there's so many receivers to be had right now. I can't see them grabbing a guy. <laughs> who who saw the Patriots picking a running back in the third round last year? You never know. Yeah. They traded for Josh Gordon last yeah. year. They feel it looks like they have a need at the position. And I would they, not be surprised if they grab another guy. Wow, yeah, that would surprise me. But okay, yeah, yeah. I but so but is that Lockett who loses because he's not getting as many targets, or is it DK because you know he's more of the big play guy? But yeah. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. It, it would have to. We'd have to see who they draft. Obviously, sure, sure. what type of guy? So. This is completely yeah, irrelevant to the conversation at hand. Yeah. I was wrong about selling Lockett. We'll yeah. say that. But I could say, what I was trying to say there is maybe I was right in the future. Maybe it was a year early. Okay. I also said to sell Zach Ertz, which I stand by. Now, I admit he was a tight end one last yes. year. But you really weren't that happy with him until the second half. The first half, he was t- pretty terrible. Yeah. And the only reason he had a good second half is because there was nobody else <laughs> on the Eagles to catch the ball. Yeah. They're going to come back healthy this year. Dallas Goddard is going to have a bigger role. Yeah. They very well could draft one of these great wide receivers this year. I definitely would have been glad to have gotten rid of Ertz when he was at the value he was last year. It's true. His value was super high. With that said, I mean, Ertz is still a tight end one easily. Or Ertz this year will still have a top five tight end season, I think. What when not talking dynasty, yeah. this redraft, yeah. what tight end off the board would you take him at? I'm thinking five or six. I'm thinking four. Okay. So obviously yeah. Kittle, Kelsey are Kittle, top. Kelsey, and then like maybe Mark Andrews. Andrews. Yeah. Maybe Waller. Maybe, I wouldn't though. It depends where Hooper Ertz, lands. Yeah. Depends where Hooper lands. So yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, last year he was two. Last year was two or three. He was two or three. Two or three, right? So it's dropping, and I see it dropping further. So I will say that I hold by this prediction because I was saying get get, get out while you can because it's going to drop. That was his peak value. I'll throw it out right now. I'm feeling the same way about Kelsey. I think Kelsey's going to be great this year. I think he'll be a tight end one. But if you're not ready, he's going to start to fade. He's hit the 30-year. Like, Gronk retired at 29. With that said, though, I mean – a lot of these players, a lot of these older players especially, it's about what kind of team you are. If I'm a team that's competing and I have Kelsey or Ertz, I am not selling them, even if somebody's going to give me better value for them. Like, I'm, they yeah. are so much more valuable to my team. And if you remember at that pod, I actually said that exact okay. sentence, okay. that if you're trying to win this year, do not sell yeah. Ertz. But otherwise, get out now while the value still high. I've seen people trying to sell Julio Jones, and I'm like, if I'm a winning team, like Julio Jones no. is a money in the bank. You know, like Yeah, Julio Jones it. is what you buy if you need to win this year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not getting ahead on my big predictions this year, but some of my sells for Dynasty right now are kind of shocking. Oh. Uh, but it all depends on... We'll have that oh, yeah, pod yeah, later. Yeah, we'll yeah, do that yeah. pod later. Um, let's talk about your tips. So, your buys yeah. were Royce Freeman. So, let's start there. We'll talk about your second one in yeah, a second. Okay. So, I mean, I think a lot of us saw the potential with Royce Freeman. It definitely did not happen this year. Yeah. But, he had the second most catches on the Broncos, though, last year. Well, that's because Philip Lindsay can't catch. But he's which, running back. the heck? Yeah. If you look at Philip Lindsay, you can look at Royce Freeman. Which one's the receiving back? Yeah, so true. And you'll yeah, guess yeah. that one wrong. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I do 
like Royce Freeman going forward. Though. Yeah. Um, new offense. New regime. Yeah. New regime. It was one of those things where like they kept they wanted to do a certain run style. The, the, you know the, the Peyton Manning really long stretch runoff. In order to do that, you need a running back who can run a four four. Yep. Yep. So that he can boom, do his decision, and that's not Royce Freeman. No. And that's your classic example of a coach saying, "This is my scheme. You do what I say," rather than saying, "These are my pieces. What do I do with them?" Yeah. So yeah. I'm kind of hoping this new coaching staff realizes, hey, this is a big body back who can receive. He should be my one. Yeah. And I should build my offense around this way and not just pick the player that fits my scheme. Who'd they get? Pat Shermer, right? Yeah, I believe that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that guy loves having a bell cow. Dalvin so, Cook, uh, Saquon, you know. So I am very much in on Royce Freeman this year. But at the same time, this is year three of us just discounting Lindsay. Yes, that's true. But he didn't have a great season. He had a, he had a timeshare season. So, I think I, mean, I think it was Jason Moore who was like, you would watch Philip Lindsay and be like, oh my god, look at that play. Yeah. He explosive five ten explosive plays, and then the end of the game, you're like, how did he only get sixty five yards? Yeah. He looked electric. Yeah, yeah. So it's so true. It, it is kind of a question of you know maybe his season was great, but also the team wasn't great. Yeah. So I could see that, but, but Philip Lindsay, I mean, he, he's a 185 pound back. He's you know you, that cannot hold up over the course of a season, especially with the new CBA and if they add another game or whatever. I mean, I'm just saying like I'm Philip Lindsay's not something I want to hang my hat on. That's fair. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk the new CBA in another pod, okay, I okay. think, because that thing. Is well, crazy. once it once it goes through, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if this one's going to pass. Well, I'm just saying, but... not yeah, nothing worth. Talking now, about. the other player that you said to buy. Oh, was, I stand by this. <laughs> was, was was Zay Jones? Yeah. Uh, now I kind of get it. He did. He had what? Their yards were th- really high. He, was he had highly seven targeted. touchdowns. Seven touchdowns. And then who did he play for this year? Uh, no one. Is <laughs> the correct he, answer. I think he played for Buffalo and, and the, the Raiders, Raiders, but no and, one. And Hunter Renfro passed him up on the depth chart at the Raiders. Not trying to shit on Hunter here, but it's a tiny white guy. Like, what happened to Zay Jones? Yeah, I really don't know. I believed in the talent. He's like he was like a fast enough wide receiver. He has some size. He got some touchdowns. I was just like, yeah, I don't know. And I, I didn't. I just had no faith that John Brown and Cole Beasley would take over the number one and two slots there. You know, like. I thought Zay Jones would still have a role. Yeah, I mean, Beasley's always been kind of a PPR machine, but nobody, especially with, you know, Josh Allen, a quarterback. Yeah, so true. He, yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't going to go to Beasley all year. Yeah. But, yeah, so there you go. Now, you said to sell Eric Ebron, which, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was one of those obvious takes to me. I think everybody knew he wasn't going to catch the 8 million touchdowns sure, again. Sure. And I think everybody was selling Ebron. Yeah. So, sure, you get it, but uh, that's not, a, it's not <laughs> exactly a hot take. The other one you said, though, that might be on point is Sterling Shepard. Yep. Uh, he was supposed to be the number one for the Giants. I think people were rather surprised that the Giants were as competent as they were. I almost said good, and that's not the right word. <laughs> right. But Daniel Jones, you know, it gave that city some hope. He yeah, yeah. gave him some time. But then Sterling Shepard had all the concussion issues, and Darius Slayton is now a thing. I think he's their number one moving forward uh, until further notice. I mean, Golden Tate didn't show anything really... Yeah, Sally Shepard's injured all the time. Evan Ingram's injured all the time. It's it's the Darius Slayton show. So, yeah. Uh, I do think you were right about Sterling, Sterling Shepard there. Why is his name so hard to say? Sterling Shepard. You were right about selling him. I don't know if you were right for the reasons at the time, mm. but that doesn't matter. Yeah. You were right. So, that was pretty much it on the buy and sell. I do want to talk about one last thing before we talk about the future. And that was... You and I had a two-part podcast where we went through everyone's 
drafts. Yeah. And we gave them letter grades. <laughs> now, <laughs> sir, yeah, yeah, you yeah. gave me a C plus yeah, on yeah. a draft where I did not pick till the third round. Yep. Ended up with Devontae Parker, Terry McLaurin, and Foster Moreau. Okay. So you can't count Devontae Parker in your draft grade. I certainly did not. Even though you it's traded, a trade in it, the draft. It doesn't it matter. He, you didn't draft him. Terry McLaurin obviously alone constitutes an A. Mm. Foster Moreau, ultra talented, but stuck behind Darren Waller. Four, 14. You know, I know. I, I'm just saying. I took Danny Dimes in the fourth round or something like that. You got him in the third. third? Okay. okay, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, you know, he's a guy who's definitely going to sit for another year or two. He's a tight end. I know. I, uh... Give me my A. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my B. No extra credit. I'm giving you an A minus. <laughs> All right. Sold. Cool. All right. Um, now, to be fair, you did give me a hard time for picking Jalen Hurd over Deontay Johnson, which could have been a screw up. Oh, I forgot about that one. B plus. B plus. B plus. Yeah, I, yeah. I do hope. I, I actually have still some pretty high hopes for Hurd this year. He's still a big guy on an offense that Emmanuel Sanders will probably not be back to next year. Yeah. I really like him. I like his versatility. I like his size. Mm. If he can not get hurt for the whole season again, that would be fantastic. Sure. I mean, Dante Pettis is not a thing anymore. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders is 35 or something. Like, yes, there's... Pres- I there's- forgot about Dante Pettis. <laughs> oh, my God. Remember, he was being talked up like a... I, was, I remember praising Nico for drafting him. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So there's certainly opportunity there. Yeah. But who knows? Uh, so there you go. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, we both gave you an A. Well, me an A- minus for your draft. Okay. You picked Paris Campbell. Yep. And you picked Reichel Armstead in the first two rounds. And Hakeem Butler. And Hakeem Butler. Don't forget. Yeah. How many of those guys played a snap this year? <laughs> Reichel played a couple, I think. <laughs> like so, so you averaged about 1.2 snaps per player <laughs> after the first round. Yeah, yeah you did yeah. save your draft with Daniel Jones Oof. in the third. Thank goodness. Um, I don't think you had a fourth. Uh, no, I don't believe so. So I am downgrading you to a B plus. I I think you maybe can look, a B minus. I think if you look at my draft holistically. Oh oh. I what, used. What, <laughs> Holistically, I used Pierce Campbell to get a first. Mm. Uh, Ryquel, I still, you know, Leonard Fournette gets injured all the time. I'm not giving up on Ryquel yet. And I picked up Darius Slayton off the waivers. That was oh, solid. Did you? Oh, oh you yeah. Suck. Oh yeah. All right. Well, we won't focus on that. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Shoddy. I gave you the D plus you deserved because you got Benny Snell and Riley Ridley. Yeah. Now there's a third and fourth. He didn't have a first or second, but that's it. Jubong, you gave him a B minus. Yeah, I think I was just trying to be nice. I was probably trying to trade for someone. <laughs> That's Tell just the bad. truth. Yeah, I mean Snell. Oh, I terrible. Yeah, I didn't like him pre-draft. I watched him in the NFL. Did not like him. Man, yeah. I mean, the only thing there is opportunity because Connor gets injured all the time. But other than that, I, mean, you, I mean, take it. You've been to PlayerProfile.com. You yep. know how certain players have yes. different pictures. Yeah. Benny Snell is a snail from yeah. SpongeBob SquarePants. That makes sense. Gary. <laughs> Gary. That's yeah. it. Yes, Gary. Yeah. All right. And um, Riley, really. I mean, Riley yeah. really is terrible. Duck in the water. It was uh, so bad. Now, I do want to talk about Zach's draft okay. because we were like, oh my God, Zach had such a great draft. We gave him credits for. J.J. Arcega, Whiteside. Mm-hmm. But what he did really well, he got Tony Pollard in the fourth, Oof. and he got Hunter Renfro in the fourth, <sighs> which we both were like, oh, that's cool, but we're genius moves yeah. in hindsight. T- Tony Pollard is, he's a top, I don't know, whatever, I'll say 10 back if Zeke gets injured. Right. Now, 
J.J. Arcega Whiteside mm-hmm. and Bryce Love, Gary Jennings were probably misses there. I'm. I think it's way too early to say that. I mean, Bryce Love was a collegiate stud before he got injured. Um, Darius guys cannot stay healthy. Adrian Peterson's old mm. man. Why not Bryce Love? I mean, maybe I. I just I just think that someone's going to usurp him in one of these next few mm. drafts. Again, I'm not hating on that. The funny thing is, where we really lambasted Zach was for Devin Singletary. Yeah. Oh, he was slow. He's awful. He was bad. He had a terrible combine. <laughs> God, did he mess up in the draft by taking Devin Singletary instead of what he should have done was Damian Harris from New England. Is that oh, what he said? <laughs> yeah, that's what he should have done because then he would oh, have gosh. Sonny Michelle's handcuffed. Yeah, that would have been so much smarter. Yeah, we screwed up. We were wrong. I mean, well, well, T.J. Yeldon was going to take over that backfield. Yeah, right. T.J. So, Yeldon yeah. too. <laughs> So, I mean, props to Zach there. It's one of those things, you know, like, we're going to do our rookie pod at some point. Yep. And, you know, it's we have three different points of view. I do a lot of analytic stuff. I do numbers. Jubong is a tape grinder. Yep. Zach is just the fan. He yeah. watches all these games. And it's a really valuable point of view. And that's why he hit on Singletary while the two of us didn't. Yeah, for sure. We didn't sure. actually see the guy. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see Zach's view on this next crop of rookie class because... There's so many players that like didn't do amazingly in their senior year, but were great juniors and vice versa. You know, like Zach has that history. I mostly just watch the most recent years film. I, I try not to judge people based on like their freshman year and stuff like that. You know. So yeah, that that was a big miss. But I think Zach's grades were right. We just we were wrong on Singletary, and I yep. had to call us out on that. All right, before we wrap up this year recap, yeah. This is, I'm giving you a chance here, Vic. Okay. Is there a player you just want a victory lap on? You're like, I told y'all. Victory lap. Mike Davis is a steal in the draft. You know, <laughs> yeah, except, I'll that one. Except where we were right. You know? I mean, I mean, okay. I love Jordan Howard pre-draft. And he had a solid year before that he got injured. That is true. You, that's true. Solid I'll give you year. that one. Um, I love Chris Godwin. But lots of people saw that coming. A lot of people like Godwin. Yeah. You don't get the credit on that. Yeah. Who else did I see coming? Uh, probably nobody. You're not very good at this. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, I'll take a victory lap on Mark Andrews. Oh, oh, God. That was a that was a horrible trade. Zach traded me him to move up two spots in the in the rookie draft in the first round. Oh, I'll, my yeah. goodness. Oh. I'll take that. Yeah. Is that so he can get J.J. Arcega Whiteside? Yeah. Is that what he did? <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> All right. Um, fair enough. Uh, so those are some good victory laps. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My only victory lap is Terry McLaurin. So you know, that's anyway, a good one. That's, that's a good it. one too. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Speaking of look at rookie drafts, the combine, my friends, has begun. We, yeah. We're doing measurements. Joe Burrow has announced his early retirements due to his tiny man hands. That was awesome. Uh, that was the greatest tweet I've ever seen. If you haven't seen it, <laughs> that kid's funny as hell. Um, but what really matters is Thursday and Friday. At least to me is. The, the the measurable events the the forty the shuttle yeah. next week they do all of the weird drills where the only thing that really matters is if somebody really screws up mm-hmm. otherwise if somebody does great in that it doesn't matter what you're looking for is someone to screw up uh, this week you get the measurables those are important um, I think obviously you got to look at your college production first you get your dominator ratings you've got your performance but. You can earn. You can get a step ahead by having that best size adjusted speed, by having that agility, by having showing off a little bit. So I am excited to get the rest of my spreadsheet numbers filled in this week. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Uh, once we get that, I can do my data. Maybe we can meet up. How's your film grinding going? Yeah, I'm basically 
I'm basically done with my wide receivers. Uh, I'm moving on to QBs next, and I'll do tight ends last. I did running backs. Earlier. Oh, you already done running backs. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So so quarterbacks is only like six. So. Yeah, there's there's a few I want to look at though. I I think that like three or four will go in the first round this year, uh, especially with all the the teams that need QBs. It's so weird because there's so many free agents. There's never been a free agent. Yeah, but still, like, like all the free agents are super old. If you sign sure. Philip Rivers, you're still drafting a quarterback too. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> very true. But I don't, you really want to send a. I mean. If you're not getting Burrow, you're not getting Tua, maybe you're not getting Herbert. Herbert, maybe, uh, Jordan Jake, Love, Jake from State Farm. Jake Fromm, yeah. State Farm. You have to say the full name. <laughs> Jake, Jake from State, State Farm. Farm. Um, he wears his khakis. Uh, right. Jacob Eason. Um, but is Eason going to be a starter? I No, but I, I think he's a day, yeah, I think he's a second-round pick. Okay. So was yeah, Russell yeah, Wilson. A second-round so second pick is fine, yeah. yeah. I, I, I just didn't say first. Like, yeah, I can't okay. say he goes first. Um, and then, of course, there's going to be like 20 wide receivers going in the first two days. Yes. Sure. Yes. So it should be interesting to yeah. see. Yeah, I'm loving this class. Um, but, you know, who are you really looking forward to seeing the results for? I mean, I think we know that J.K. Dobbins and DeAndre Swift are your top running backs. We know that CeeDee Lamb and Jerry Judy are prime candidates to be the top for, wide receivers. For sure those two, yeah. But there are some people who could step up this weekend. Like, I know, for example, I really want to see what T. Higgins does. Mm. He was absolutely dominant at Clemson. He's tall. He's big. If he can run a low 4-4, yeah. I am all over. Yeah. If he's low 4-5s, I'm now wary and I might be looking somewhere else with this depth B class. Yeah, there's a ton of wide receivers kind of in that ilk uh, that, that I want to see compared against each other. T. Higgins, Justin Jefferson, um, Michael Pittman even. I don't think he'll run as fast as the other guys. Um, be bad. What about yeah. Brian Edwards? Brian Edwards is not. Uh, he's oh, not, he broke his yeah, foot. He's not participating. Oh, yeah, that hurts. So that sucks much. because he was definitely somebody that needed a good combine. Yeah, uh, to do that, well. That's just gonna because his, his measurables. Yeah, All he right. need to prove. Um, yeah, so it's, there's a lot of receivers. It's those guys. I mean, I want to see Lavisca Chanel. I don't. I hear he's gonna test off the chart. I don't care. I, I, I'm. I've watched. According to my film study, which, uh, you know, whatever. The, I'm here for your opinion. I I'm, don't mind. I'm not planting my flag yet, but I am saying that LaVisca Chenault is likely a guy who's not on my board just because he'll be drafted. I mean, if he falls to me in the third round or whatever, I'll take him, sure. sure. But, yeah, just because of where he's going to be drafted, I am going to have zero shares of LaVisca. I'm looking forward to our, our, our rankings. Yeah, me well. too, me too. How yeah. about running backs? What are you looking at here? Yeah, running backs, the guy I'm definitely most interested to see is Cam Akers. Yeah. I mean, this guy was a top-rated running back uh, in his high school class. He was a five-star recruit. I mean, everybody was in love with this guy. In, in Debbie Leagues, where you draft the guys coming out of high school, like he was the 101 in, in so many of those things. And to me, I just did not see it on film. I I, I gave him a very low grade. I did not like him. And everyone says, oh, it's... He's supposed to be top five. I know. And everyone says it's, it was the bad O-line, but I didn't see him create anything. Like, yes, you have a bad O-line, but if somebody gets through, you sh should still be able to make the first person miss. Look at Saquon. Saquon always Don't makes... Don't compare it. anybody to Saquon. I'm just saying, like, if, if, you're, if you're this otherworldly athlete and talent that everyone's saying Cam Akers is, and, and it's only because of his bad O-line that he didn't produce. I want to see that every once in a while. I want to see that spark, and I didn't see it. Okay. Anybody else? Yeah. Uh, there's some other guys like that, like Anna Benjamin, Keyshawn Vaughn. I'm very interested to see where they test. Keyshawn Vaughn played at Vandy, subpar, um, not the best competition. Uh, yeah. I'm interested to see. 
There's that one receiving back. He's got like four names. I can never remember people. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, Clyde Ellis Allaire. Yes. Uh, yeah, him. Because I'm, I'm, I'm here. Like, if that's the kind of guy who ends up in Tampa, ends up in Kansas City. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Dude, if he can test well enough. That's a crazy situation. Guy has crazy catching like awareness. Like the ball will be behind him, and he like turns his body. Dude is is a machine for catching. Yeah, and by the way, that was a little insight into how our pods often go, where I don't know someone's <laughs> name and Jubon has <laughs> No, I think those are usually edited out, but I'm going to leave that one in for you guys this time. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think that's pretty exciting. There's a lot of numbers we're going to be seeing at the end of this week. I'm I'm really excited to see these results and actually finalize my rankings. Um, speaking of, yeah, at the end of this, you know, we got after the end of the combine, which ends next week, we will be having our first ever. 3M meeting, yep. which stands for the March Management Meeting. I'm cool like that. <laughs> we are gonna just we're gonna come here at the office, get through this book on March seventh. Is it three M a tape company? It is. <laughs> it is. I, it was at our M three, which is a car, so I can't oh, I can't yeah. win here. Um but they also make post three M makes post it. That's right. And, and like the wall stickies yeah, to hang yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah they're they're a pretty useful <laughs> So we're gonna get together at the office we'll do some coke Cocos. We're going to do some cocos. We're going to get some wings. We're basically do some beers. We'll have a good time. Um, but the real thing that we need to do is go over some rule changes. I think there's a lot of things that we learned in our first year of the Dynasty League we need to improve. Yeah. Uh, most notably, rankings, getting rid of the tanking epidemic we had mm-hmm. this year, which I think we have a good solution for. We got to vote. Uh, yeah. Get rid of that QB cap, maybe. Uh, get yeah, rid of I'd be in favor. Adjust the bench situation, possibly. So there's a lot to talk about, and we need everybody's input. I mean, if you can't make it that weekend, that's fine. At least, you know, talk to me, talk to Nick, find out what we're voting on ahead of time. Let us know your opinion ahead of time. But it's best if you can be there. I'll set up a bridge. You can call in. You can listen. I want people to debate these. I want to make sure that everybody knows what we're doing, why we're doing it. And Ashadi's going to solution sell on his stances. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. He's going to solution sell some of the rules. That yeah. makes a lot yeah. of sense. Uh, so... I just, you know, it, it, it's going to be fun. And at the end of it, you know, we'll start talking trades. The combine will have just completed. Everybody's going to be high on rookies. Only like six people have rookie picks. <laughs> so they're going to be the kings of the banquet. And Man, I got five second rounders. Exactly. That's it's crazy. you, Brian, and Daniel are the only ones picking in this draft. Yeah. So, <laughs> and Zach. <laughs> Mini party at, at Brian's house. <laughs> yeah, pretty much that's it. Um, and then right after that meeting, NFL free agency opens. Uh, it's less than a month away. We get to see where all these quarterbacks are going. We get to see where Robbie Anderson and AJ mm. Green and mm. all Derek Henry, Derek Henry, Amari Cooper. There's some big names Dude. out there right yeah. now that could really shake things up. And that you know, and then we rookie draft right after the draft itself. Yeah, it's all coming together, friends. Uh, let's uh, let's get going. I don't know when our next show is going to be. It'll yeah. probably be after the rookie draft. Or maybe we'll do something before. We'll get Zach on no, at some before. point. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, sure. do, we a, we'll, do, we'll do some rookie rankings. We'll do some rookie review. Yeah. We'll have Zach on. We'll do some, you know, any kind of ranking after the draft. There'll be a few shows. They're not going to be on the regular. Yeah. There'll be a couple weeks in between. Once the season goes, though, we'll be back to once a week because this is fun. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, for the GOATS Fantasy Football Podcast, I am your host, Dave. I'm Jabal. And we'll see you next time. Thank you.